Welcome to another ATF Smackdown. Uh, we're on the second episode of this with, with two fresh, fresh fighters getting ready to pummel each other down. Uh, and we're joined. Uh, I'm, I'm hosting and judging uh, these fighters. I'm Hay. Uh, and we have three wonderful guests. And Adrian. Yeah. Oh. Can you smell Rock is watching? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Adrian actually grew out a handlebar mustache just for this very SmackDown. Um, <laughs> I am wearing a shirt that is three times too small. <laughs> we're, also, we're also joined with Gabby. Hi! Um, and then last but certainly not least, <laughs> protecting herself in the shell, getting ready to shell shock the competition. Turtle. I'm here to kick some ass. <laughs> oh, we got it. Um, I smell turtle soup. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Can't stop staring at that gif that you posted, Adrian. <laughs> I know. I need to close that. Yeah. Hey, you got to uh, put that up whenever, <laughs> whenever yeah, this goes I, up. I'll probably have that as the intro for people to see. Um, but mm. welcome to another ATF SmackDown. Uh, for those that don't know, we have five questions here uh, that each contestant is going to bring up an answer for it, defend it, uh, and then it's going to be open, free territory for them to argue. Tons of fun. Tons of fun. Here we go. We have five questions. Question one, what is with the release of Trolls World Tour? Shaking up everything. Um, what is the best DreamWorks movie? Adrian, you are up first. All right. Well, I have to say for me, it's going to be The Prince of Egypt. And here's why. It was one of the first movies that ever got any kind of critical acclaim. It doesn't have like the stupid 3D uh, type of stuff that they weren't really good at back then. Like anything... Before 2010 was a little iffy, except for Shrek. Prince of Egypt is pretty classic. It's got good characters. It takes that story and it does something really, really interesting with it. And the animation's incredible. So that's my pick. And I dare anybody to question me on it. <laughs> All right. I don't even know what that movie is. So I'm going to question It is essentially like think. Disney meets the Bible. There you go. It's true. Oh. I well, it's from DreamWorks, but you know. <laughs> well, DreamWorks, but 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 DreamWorks no, was you're right, you're right. came from Disney, so. No. Um, true. Abby, no, you're, you're right. It's going to be your pick for the best DreamWorks film. Okay, so my favorite one, my pick is Shrek. It's hands down the best one. It has uh, all of the pop culture references. So when you watch it as an adult versus when you're a kid you could it's a completely different experience uh also its sequels are really good so that's an extra point for that franchise and um yeah the spider-man kiss the lord of the rings the matrix it has it all it's funny and it's just amazing the best nice, nice. um and then rounding it out slow and steady turtle what's going to be okay. your pick uh i me and gabby are like interconnected because i decided to go for shrek 2 mm. <laughs> and, and the reason i like chose shrek 2 over shrek is because i think it's just like one of the best sequels 
barring Paddington 2, obviously. Um, <laughs> but, like, uh, Shrek 2 manages to really neatly follow up on the ending of Shrek 2. Like, what happens after that? Shrek isn't going to magically transform overnight into, like, a sociable being. And Fiona marrying Shrek doesn't negate the fact that she was a princess her whole life. Like, it's, it's what the Disney happily ever after could look like. And in many ways, it's it's the before midnight of family movies. Plus, I, <laughs> plus I think Shrek 2 really just decides to go outside of the previously established world of Shrek. And it takes every opportunity for gags. Right. I don't want to, like, purposefully lose this round, but also Shrek 2's soundtrack slaps. Oh, you're like, so right. Like, changing. Fuck yeah. yeah. Can I share on this? I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, Adrian, you're kind of uh, against a wall here with two ogre <laughs> picks. Against yeah. you. That's so um, true. Yeah, no, I'll open this. Uh, y'all can discuss. Feel free. Argue all you want. <laughs> okay. Um, can I make a point to Adrian? Sure. <laughs> um, I love Prince of Egypt. I think it is one of the best films ever. Um, the but, Blood you know. But culturally, where is it? Where where is it? Right. Yeah. Like I I don't know it. So clearly, <laughs> no, that's true. So, but when it came out, uh, you gotta understand. Like even people who weren't religious were like going out to see this movie. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, it kind of transcended that. It didn't have like. Of course, there are some uh, elements of God and uh, Judaism and things in there, but it's not overt. I think anyone can watch this movie. Hmm. regardless of whether you're religious or not i love the movie just because of the voice acting and and the scenes and the dichotomy between um ramses and moses it's just a great story yeah whereas with shrek you have <laughs> pop culture references so i mean <laughs> That one yeah, but, but once you accept Shrek as your god, <laughs> you get the same experience. It's a spiritual it's so like, true. experience, honestly. It's great. I think you're uh, you're being beat by us though. I'm it's, sorry. I think I think Moses should have sang Smash Mouth and <laughs> that's what <laughs> <laughs> there, is there any argument for the two Shreks thinking themselves? Um, Let's get out of Egypt. We gotta go now. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just quickly like I do think um Prince of Egypt is such a beautiful movie. Like visually, it is such a beautiful movie. Mm -hmm. Defending Adrian's pick? I know, yeah. I know it's she's been <laughs> she but, has been. Yeah. What? <laughs> This has never happened before. <laughs> I feel like I kind of want to jump on Turtle's boat and and like fight for Shrek 2 now. Like it's <laughs> Shrek 2 is so good. I don't know why I went so with defend your own soul, my God. <laughs> See, okay, you can get on that boat, but I'm about to sink it, and here's why. Mm -hmm. Shrek 2. Shrek 2 only survives off of the back of Shrek, which only survived because it had so many pop culture references. That, I mean, th this was the early 2000s. It was the wild west of uh, 3D animation. So, you know, just go nuts. Throw it at the wall and see what sticks. And it worked. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, it was great. It's great. It's still great. Yeah, and contrast that with a story that's, you know, literally 4,000 years old and still being told. Well, like maybe it's getting old, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) maybe it needs to get on the Zimmer frame. Like, can we move on? Like, come on. It's been 4,000 years where we've heard about it. I'm going to go ahead and call this one. Uh, (laughs) um, Fun fact. uh, The Prince of Egypt actually kept Ricky Gervais from going atheist for eight years. Um, What? I feel like that's not real, but okay. From I'm going sorry. atheist, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have she to go full atheist. <laughs> Never go full atheist. No, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with the Prince of Egypt. Why? What? We're two against one. How is Gabby? That? You went to no, no. Technically, Gabby, you are two against one because. <laughs> switched her pick. I, no, I didn't. I know <laughs> it. No, I didn't. I think no, The Prince of Egypt no, 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 no. is a great movie, but that doesn't no. mean it's better than Shrek. Here's the, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, you brought up the initial counterpoint. You were like, hey, Prince of Egypt is amazing. I love Prince of Egypt. But it was like, okay, circle's countering. And then you were like, just to circle back on uh, how good Prince of Egypt is. <laughs> I just- I just think that style is just gorgeous, but it doesn't mean it's outdoing Shrek 2. Right. It could be beautiful, but it's not the best. Yeah. I I completely agree that it's not the best. There's like seven. I mean, have you seen Joseph and the multicolored (laughs) petticoat or whatever it's called? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Also from DreamWorks. I'm gonna I'm gonna give second place to Gabby just because I feel like there was at least some argument of hey here's what Shrek is and like you went on the whole religious end of if you worship Shrek which I thought (laughs) (laughs) and Turtle again like I'm not gonna lie I will I will say like my bias going in Choose my favorite DreamWorks film, but oh I feel like you didn't defend it well. Oh my god! Yeah, I Choose feel like defended it better than good you did. Shrek Two. <laughs> I I brought up several points. I think you, you just had your ears plugged. What do you mean? Yeah, she got drowned out by the cat. It's fine. Oh my god! <laughs> He's totally calm now. It's Adrian's uh, fault. He's be, he's trying to get us to lose. Oh yeah, by no, using that was Adrian's master plan. I'm right. right. <laughs> I knew at least one person was going to pick Shrek. I didn't know who, but I did. I was not banking on both of y'all picking Shrek. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll move on to question two. Um, Gabby, you're going to be up first here. The question: Which film that was pushed back would you want to see the most before everyone else? Um, so this this can be a little bit of a loaded question because of how it's worded. Um, so take take the question however you want. Gabby, what's going to be your pick for this? Uh, okay. I had a really hard time picking one movie. So I'm going to go with uh, Thor. I think it's Love and Thunder or something. Um, just because I'm a big MCU fan, I just finished a, re- a full rewatch of everything. And I was really looking forward to phase three and or phase four. I don't even know anymore. But um, I'm really excited to see what they have coming up. 
And I'm really bummed out that everything has been pushed pushback, but especially Thor, because it's so funny. And they played with Ragnarok with such um, humor. And I think that that's why the MCU works so well. And I would love to watch it first just so I could brag about it. That's it. <laughs> right, Turtle, what, what's going to be your, your pick for this one? Okay, I would like to pick Saint Maud. Um, it has basically everything I could ever want. It has gay nuns, the Roman Catholicism, possession, and Jennifer Ely from Pride and Prejudice, nineteen ninety five. Um, <laughs> and I think, and I think it would fit right into the spot in my heart where Black Narcissus lives, where it's um, looking at you know like a religious life and also like attraction and also it has some like possession you know it's got everything nice okay um a very a very on brand pick i suppose <laughs> yeah is that a period piece <laughs> technically yes <laughs> yes <laughs> um Adrian, to round this out what's going to be your pick here all right. Well, of all the movies that have gotten pushed back, and there's there's a lot more than what I thought. Actually, I didn't know about either one of y'all's two picks. But um, amongst the Top Gun Mavericks and Free Guy, uh, the one that I'm most interested to see now after looking everything up is Morbius, starring Jared Leto, which is a new MC, uh, MCU um, movie that was supposed to come out July 31st about a very a lesser known like anti-hero character and it's literally about a guy who becomes a modern day vampire because he has this horrible disease and he's like a he's he's a doctor that's been researching this and it's his last chance and the CGI looks really good the uh acting seems pretty good just from the trailer that I watched but it, now it's coming out March 19th of next year and I'm like so I guess they completely stopped post-production when COVID came around. And I'm now very interested to see what comes of this movie. Okay. Nice. All right. We got, we got three great picks. Uh, argue it out. Go for it. Uh, claw each other apart. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm going to start by saying that I haven't heard from any of your pick about any of your picks. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, yeah, that's my counterpoint. <laughs> that's not a very good counterpoint, Gabby. So, so, so your point about us having not heard your pick either is also like valid, I guess. So you you guys didn't know that they were gonna release a whole bunch of new MCU movies in the next two years. I didn't actually. I had no idea that no. Morbius was coming out. I didn't know that Thor was coming out. I'm gonna have to leave. I, I know about all of these. <laughs> well, that's, that's great for you guys. <laughs> um, Some okay. of us have been working during this quarantine. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I'm okay. trying to make it personal, huh? I know. I'm taking some cheap shots. I'm sorry. Um, can I just say that I had to Google the movies that had been pushed back and then I started Same. writing the ones that, that like interested me in my phone. And when I circled back, I wrote the Batman, I wrote any of the MCU or Wonder Woman 1984. So clearly there's a theme here. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Uh, 
I just want more superhero. Like, come on. I who says that in 2020 though, Gabby? Who says <laughs> I want more superhero in 2020? Yeah, we're I look, I agree, but at the same time, um this, the my pick looks pretty good. Morbius is like it's one of those ones that like I saw in a Marvel almanac when I was 12 years old and like that guy looks pretty weird. I wonder what his story is and I never looked into it. And now they've devoted, they, they've got the guys from Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, and Ooh. Venom working on this movie. I mean, Venom was kind of bad, but... Um, well, whatever. I mean, I don't <laughs> want to... Okay. That's great. That's, that's great. But I feel I got it. Like... That's great. <laughs> I feel like I really, I'm looking forward to the same type of of humor meets action that we had when Ragnarok came out and that one like did amazing. And so I just want more like funny mm. chiseled Chris Hemsworth. Mm. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to let turtle say one. And I guess just before, cause I think I have a conclusion on this, but. Um... I, I see like my core, my core point is i don't think we need more superheroes i think what we need is something that's more cerebral i'm not saying superhero movies can't be <laughs> cerebral i'm saying they're caught up in a lot they can't get to the point because they have to deal with all the superhero stuff and there are like a few superhero movies that do it really well but really like what i want is something deeply personal like more horror would be great um and gay nuns, thank you. Um, do y'all have any, just because I, I know Gabby and Adrian, you two were mostly uh, talking about each other's picks. Uh, do y'all have anything to comment on St. Maud? I think after <laughs> all this is said and done, um, a potentially bad thing infecting a number of people could work in a horror sense. But it could also backfire really bad. But also, there's going to be so many of those. Like, remember yeah. when the U.S. and North America and uh, North America, <laughs> North America. <Yes. laughs> That's what it feels like right about now. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Mm. Remember when the U.S. and North Korea went at it, and then like three movies in the same year came out about the U.S. versus yeah. North Korea. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that once this is over, it's all going to be contagion style. Like, but like, um, same mod isn't. It was filmed way before that. It was filmed in. It was released in 2019, really. Um, and I think it's more about. Um, it has anyone watched um, cruising? No. No. Is um, it that movie is crazy. Um, it's directed by William Friedkin of the of um. Not the shining. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> Your mother sucks. She's choking on that turtle soup. <laughs> what is that movie? Oh my god. Your mother sucks co cocks in hell. What is that movie? What? <laughs> I don't know what that movie is. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna call Why this are you so no, no, no. No, 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 okay, no, it's I'm The Exorcist. Calling. It's The Exorcist. Okay. Oh, I get, I, about, I get the movie you were saying. It's sure. about, I'm, it's about Titanic. Because... 
That was the sluggish brawl. That. Yeah, but I have a question for Adrian. Yeah. Do you know it's kind of related? But um, did you know that Jared Leto is currently like in uh New Zealand or something, and he's uh he's like heading a, a cult. Like he's the leader yes. of a cult right now. Yeah. Oh, I am very aware of the the Jared okay. Leto memosphere. Okay. Mostly, <laughs> mostly because um, I, I was actually, I mean, I still am, but I was a pretty big fan of Jared Leto. Like, yeah. and then I started seeing like weird articles. Huge fan of Five Seconds from Summer or whatever. Fifty Seconds to Mars. <laughs> Thirty Seconds to Mars. What is wrong with you? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to come for Adrian's fandom. <laughs> five Seconds from Summer. <laughs> That's it, boy band. That's a that's a different band. Five seconds a... from Mars. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really that's fast. <laughs> anyway, okay, but but this was in the debate because I want to know, like, like, are you still as hyped up about your pick <laughs> now that you know that? Adrian, the are you willing to support think, cults? Is what honestly, I think it makes it sexier for him. Honestly, no. See here, <laughs> damn turtle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't bother me that much. Not because it's like, oh, I can just live with Jared Leto being a creep and like having underage girls in his cult and all sorts of things, whatever. No, it's more that like, if anything, him turning into an ugly, horrible vampire creature is perfect for the for the discourse that's going on right now. But do I want to support the movie financially? Uh... Oh, so you're going to torrent it is what you're saying. <laughs> Who's what? No. What? What? Okay, okay. I, I am officially calling this. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, sorry. with that comment, I think, Adrian, you might have got yourself in the foot. Um, okay, I have a couple of points that I are a little against Turtle and Gabby. Um, <gasps> one thing, Morbius is not technically an MCU film, and no one really brought that up. And I'm sure there was someone listening that was like, Ah, it's not an MCU film, and I didn't. I didn't want to say that because I wanted to be. Y'all have that, um. So that mm -hmm. docked you a little bit, Adrian. And on how top of that, a, wait, how is it not an MCU film? It's Marvel, not, but it's not MCU. It's, it's Sony. It's a oh, Sony film, and they're they God. still haven't really like conglomerated. So officially, <sighs> it's not. Anyway, Fine. main thing. I was looking at these. Um, I feel like. I don't know. I feel like both uh, Gabby and Turtles picks were, and Adrian's to some extent, were both really good for what they're interested and in, what they want out of movies. Um, I will say, um, I didn't even think about Thor: Love and Thunder, but it, it was technically. You're right. It was technically technically moved. It was supposed to start production sometime this year. Um, I feel like, I feel like one of the points you made, Turtle. Um, that people don't need superhero movies. I do understand that mm -hmm. having like a pandemic that was shutting everything down, like people would need something like lighthearted and more fun, like a Thor Ragnarok, than a nuns. And, <laughs> and I don't horror. know. What, I don't know what you could possibly mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I th Turtle, I thought you did Honestly, I, I really thought you were going to get A third place um, -ish For this uh, again So I'm giving Turtle second Gabby first, uh, unfortunately Adrian, I'm sorry Third um, Yeah <sighs> Well, now that that's over um, I, I do want to say I will defend my choices 
no matter what. Um, but now that that's now that we have the ending part, uh, yeah, it severely creeps me out that Jared Leto is doing all that weird <laughs> stuff over there. Really, like um, it's I had no idea, and he's like, "Oh, pandemic? Where? I I don't know. We're having fun over here. Join yeah. us." <laughs> like, Jar- Jared from like ten years ago is a com- he's a completely mm-hmm. different person now. It's crazy. Yeah, like, society, man. Once you once you put on the Joker mask, <laughs> no. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm I'm damaged, Stop. crossed out. No, but uh, yeah, we'll move on to the third question. Um, <laughs> Please, this is a little bit uh, <laughs> a little bit more of a goofy one, I suppose. Turtle, you're going to be up first, uh, but mm-hmm. it is uh, I I don't know what what this is. Oh, I actually do remember what this was. Um, someone posted on I think. Was I think it was our NFL uh, on Reddit, uh, and they said which position would Hagrid be the best for? And I thought it was mm-hmm. a, a fun discourse to read through. Um, just you know, it, it's funny on, on a bunch of subreddits what they're what they're doing if they don't really have anything to talk about, especially with sports gone. Oh, with that <laughs> out of the way, Turtle, you are up first. Which sport would Hagrid dominate the most in? I think the sport Hagrid would dominate most in is Gobbardy. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. What the um, hell is Gobbardy? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a South Asian sport where basically you essentially have a tennis court and on either side there's a certain amount of players. And um, Gobbardy's alternative name is Raiders. Basically one person from one side runs to the other, gets to the end, like the other side tags the line, and then touches as many players as they can, or I think that's it. Um, oh. And then and then the defender side, their aim is to keep that guy or person in their side. What, and the whole time, the raider is saying, gobbledy, 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 in one breath, in one breath. Because it has to be in one breath, and you have to show that you're exhaling. You have to say the word gobbledy, gobbledy, gobbledy the whole time, and it gets very violent. Whoa. I nearly broke a kid's nose while playing that as a kid. Um, I'm on my notes. You want I'm... Hagrid to break kid children's <laughs> nose? <laughs> no, oh my no, God. no, no, no. He's playing against human people, okay? Ha- I'm turtle, like, turtle, how is this spelled? Just so I can look it up. Sorry, I'm um, not trying to interrupt your point, but it's like K A B B A D I, I think. Or some kind of variant, right? Hey. Like in I my notes. It's... Oh, sorry. Oh, I no, found I it. Sorry, it I thought I thought you were saying gobberty. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, <laughs> no gobberty. Gobberty. It's um. So in my notes, I've written large lung capacity, brute strength cannot be tackled. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Wow. <laughs> um, I'll throw up a, a picture for everybody to see Gobberty while Turtle was talking, so you won't have as much confusion. I was trying to look up because you said, "Oh, it's also called Raiders." The problem is, I tried to look up Raiders sport, and it was like, "Do you mean the football team?" And I was like, "No, it's, it's not." <laughs> oh, you mean the Oakland Raiders? They're not playing right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, Adrian, you get to follow that up next. Um, you also have a sport that I hadn't heard of prior. All right. Um, Well, excuse me. Sorry. So while I think that, yeah, Haggard would be pretty hard to take down, Haggard's nature is not violent. And I don't think he would want to be in a very violent sport like that. So I have him in a um, in a 
sport that you don't have to get in competition with anybody directly. I think he would absolutely dominate at shot put. What's shot put? Oh, when, I love <laughs> What are know, these? That's where you throw you, the big metal ball. What? Shot, shot, put. Put is, shot put is when you have a big old ball and you throw it as far as you can. You got to spin. Yeah. Oh! So, Okay. I yeah. would, I, it, it would it would either be that or discus, and th- those are typically people who do shot put also do discus. But basically, throwing heavy things very far would be mm-hmm. he would absolutely crush. And mostly because he's st- still technically half human, so he could compete in the Olympics. And <laughs> do you remember that one scene in uh, I think it was the third movie where he skips a stone across the river? That thing just it doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah. So that's my that's All right. my pitch. Abby, what is gonna be your pick here? Well, I went super basic. <laughs> I went with the obvious choice that is wrestling. <laughs> because uh, wrestling, uh. and I really thought someone else was gonna do that, but I guess I'm the only basic one here. Um so <laughs> it's not wrestling doesn't have to be violent. It's just a fun tackling sport which no one could ever do with Hagrid and like you're not breaking anybody's nose or like throwing oh. shit in the air oh. you're just like pinning <laughs> someone down I don't know about that wait, wait, wait. let her finish let her finish we can destroy he just, her later if he if he just pins someone down that it's over for them so like I think the obvious like the obvious mic drop um choice is wrestling right um Mm -hmm. we have three interesting picks and i'm sure y'all have extensive knowledge on gobberty to take down turtles (laughs) (laughs) um but i'll just open this up you know go for it argue argue it out okay gabby you said (laughs) you said there were no but what are you talking about first off i think wrestling is extremely violent i I think hagrid could accidentally elbow somebody and the whole face would realign (laughs) (laughs) like you're saying that he could just lay on somebody and it'd be over yeah it'd be over because then they'd be going to the funeral after (laughs) exactly but he would still dominate like he would still no regardless of and then he'd go to azkaban for killing somebody (laughs) it's true no, I don't like this. No, <laughs> he could literally just put like his hand on top of someone, and they would just be pinned down. Hagrid is gentle enough to know when to stop in order not to hurt anyone. So I don't think it would necessarily be violent because he would just kind of flick them on the ground and then kind of like step on them lightly, just enough for them not to be able to get back up. But without hurting them he's he's great he would never hurt a fly sure mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. um, do you not know hagrid he would never no. he would never hurt how anyone. dare you i think he could i think he's got a dark side to him <laughs> oh so now we're turning this into violence Look, no I'm, no well, turtle never defended the violence I, <laughs> Look, i'm just saying that uh that we have obvious like proof in the movies seeing him throw stuff very very far so i think that's a good basis for like showing how strong he is yeah he could totally wrestle people but like is that in his nature also uh 
Turtle, he could definitely do uh, Gobberty? Gobberty? It's K. K? Okay. Gobberty. Like, he he could, but like, I I don't know. He kind of seems like he would tire himself out. Well, also, he probably wouldn't understand the game since it's so complicated and no one knows about it. Wait, Hagrid's not the smartest. Wait, 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 wait. Hagrid's not that smart, but he's not like, like, dumb, dumb. I, I mean, I'm not that smart. I'm, instructions. Not dumb, dumb, I'm gonna have to re read up on that sport again. <laughs> it's because you're not familiar with it. Like South Asian yeah. kids grew up with it. It's it's pretty simple. It's an excuse to hurt each other. But um, <laughs> but how far is the pitch? Like, how that. far do you have to run back and forth? I don't actually. It's, it's not. Actually, a, it's probably like a squash court, I'd say, yeah. or like a not a not a regulation basketball court. Um, but like, do you know those smaller ones that are colored? Sure, yeah. blue tiled one. It's probably the same size as that. Okay. Yeah. And like, sorry, who's to say he's hurting anybody? All he has to do is get to the other side, touch the line, touch a few players. <laughs> um, and I, I will, I will throw this wait. out real quick because um, I, I bet Gabby and Adrian. I, I know you explained it. You probably explained explained it great, Turtle, but. Was a lot of rules at once, um, and I'm still <laughs> a little confused, especially with the whole aspect of you have to be yelling the name of the game. Is that an official Yeah, because okay, because it's supposed to be in one breath, and like, like they the, do that uh, in the Olympics. Like there's someone yeah, yeah. screaming. Yeah. But because it's, it's supposed to be in one breath, you're like only allowed that lot of time, however big your lung capacity is. And to show that you're not breathing in, you say that word over and over again to the adjudicator. Oh my god! Okay, so, wow. that is crazy. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, you turtle, you said like who's to say that he would hurt someone playing property, but also you said it yourself. Ooh. What if he mm-hmm. accidentally knocks someone over or elbows someone, and then boom, their nose is broken the same way that you did with someone else? <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, I'm only making that as a hypothetical point. I think Haggard would enjoy blood. Oh, my Whoa. God. You know where there's oh, no possibility God. of that? You know where there's no possibility of violence? Shot put or discus throwing. Hey, I have, I have something to counter your shot put. Shot put? Mm-hmm. we go. Uh, what's to say that you say that there's no possibility at all of any violence, but what's to say that he won't be able to control his amazing strong throwing ability and then he'll throw it a little too far and it'll hit someone or something or destroy stuff or like land on a child <laughs> thus killing them well thus, so you know how far the, you know how long those those fields are you know They're, how strong Hagrid is uh, yes I do <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what I'm arguing for <laughs> I think that uh wrestling <laughs> i can see that i i understand that there's always there's always a possibility of that sort of thing happening but i mean that's the nature of sport i guess and he's i think he would more likely go towards something that he doesn't have to directly hurt somebody though we've we know that he's sometimes indirectly hurt people it, it's just it's just a matter of what he's okay with i think in the end yeah, I think the consent, the the we need Hagrid's consent, and it should ultimately be his, 
it should ultimately be his decision what yeah. he's most comfortable with i think it would be wrestling but that's <laughs> I, just... <laughs> I think i think i have enough to to um wait here can I make one um, final point? One, just one, just one. Go for it. Go for it. One. I think Hagrid would pick Cody because it is a team sport, <laughs> and I think <laughs> Hagrid has lots of friends he would like to play with, and like I think they'd have a great time, and I think he'd be carrying the team, but they would have some laughs. <laughs> literally carry the team. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I actually this is not important to the. But I, I have a final decision on this. Um, so I do think it is difficult because I think Hagrid could theoretically dominate in all of these. I think one of the important points is Hagrid is regarded as a friendly and soft-hearted individual. Um, and even I, I know tons of people like J.K. Rowling herself has said like, oh, he's more of like a, a guardian type person, not really like a beast. Um, because of that, I feel like there was there were a lot of great points made to the shot put option. Just because Adrian is right, if you've ever and I get Roll and Gabby maybe haven't done shot put, there is lots of room for shot put. You're not going to hit anybody. Literally, just has to throw a ball. But I'm not going to lie. I did. I think it's close between Turtle and Gabby. Um, I think ultimately where I side with here is. Uh, Gobberty is a game of tag almost. Um, mm. Whereas wrestling, I'm going to that, that disagree with you, Gabby, a little bit. Um, I've definitely seen uh, in wrestling people dislocate things and uh, break faces. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. People get their arms um, broken all the time. I, I honestly think, I think for that, like, I would, I would semi-argue putting yourself in a hole of picking wrestling. I think you argued it well, Gabby. Like, all of these were pretty solid. Thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're at, we're at Adrian with two, Gabby at one, and Turtle with zero. Um, Turtle, I'm very sorry. You have two second places, though. So if that, if that counts for anything. Hey, I'll take um, here's, it. Yeah. <laughs> here's the one uh, next. Adrian, you're up first. Uh, we're back to the original order. Or sorry, not what? Who is the best Lord of the Rings character? So this was definitely a tough one for me because there's a lot of good choices that you can go with, but um, and some of them are a little more obvious than others. But I think ultimately what I center focused on was actually the character of Aragorn, and part of the reason is when you read the books versus when you watch the movies, Aragorn is a very one note character. He he's going to achieve his destiny. He is going to someday be king. He's the outcasted king, and he all he wants to do is help the hobbits get rid of the ring. But in the movies, the depth of his character and the struggle, um, both inside and out, of uh, Aragorn as a person, as a warrior, as a king, as a friend, as a f foe to people who he once trusted it's very interesting to see that they really fleshed him out and it could have been really one note and stupid in the movie. And they made him feel much more real than I think any other character in the, in the, in the movies. All right. Um, Gabby, you are up next. What is your pick? This was also really hard and I'm still not fully 
convinced i'm i'm toying between two but i think i'm gonna have to go with um uh sam because sam sam is the ultimate uh best friend and travel companion he has nothing really to gain from any of this adventure any of this this journey and he didn't even have to be part of it he was just part of it because he so happened to want to help frodo and he was at quote unquote the bad time at the wrong time at the what's the saying anyways he was there (laughs) he was yeah he was he was in the bushes and um he didn't really sign up for this and uh he made it all the way to the end and he sacrificed a lot and he never gave up even though his best friend was under the influence of a very powerful dark energy and told him to get the fuck out essentially he <laughs> never backed down and he was always there to protect his friend all the way to the end and i think that that's what makes him the the best character he's not the best fighter but he still will fight he's not the best at a lot of other things but he will do it anyways if it means I mean, he almost fucking drowned trying to stay with Frodo, you know? Yeah, so that was an I odd choice by Peter Jackson. He's the, <laughs> the better one. All right. Uh, then Turtle, finish this out. What is your pick for best character in Lord of the Rings? So I'm going with Gollum, a.k.a. Smeagol. Um, partially because I think he's such an iconic character. And... Outside of outside of the books, in the movies, I think Smeagol as a character really did so much for um, movie technology. And at the same time, he's such an interesting character um, in terms of when you look at things like corruption, like the idea of pose- <laughs> possession. I'm bringing back to possession. Um, <laughs> and... I think he's just one of the like the most fascinating characters and I think he's still one of the characters that I think uh, we want we want more. We want Smeagol the mini series. <laughs> give, give, give us the Smeagol cut. Yeah. Um, Small oh, no, these are <laughs> So these are good picks. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I didn't expect uh, these to be the three that we were left with. But um, oh, no, sexy Legolas on here. <laughs> I had it in my notes. Actually, I was gonna pick him, <laughs> but um, I went with Sam because he's the obvious better choice. But yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> but I want to put like an honorable mention for uh, Legolas going down the stairs on on a shield and just like killing. Oh, yeah. Like that, that's the best. Scene. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go ahead, go for this. Uh, attack each other. Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to attack Turtle <laughs> because, um, yes, the character of Smeagol is great, but he's also like evil. And although it's not necessarily his fault throughout like the, the, the present moment, he mm-hmm. killed his brother or cousin or whatever way back when to get a ring and he wasn't under the influence of it yet so i feel mm. like that's just not great <laughs> it's not as no um, I, I, 
Sorry, go ahead. I guess my counter argument is that he's not no, he's not the best person, but I think he's one of the best characters, right? Mm. I think it's genuinely interesting that a path of greed and um evil, as you said, leads him to becoming this kind of a deformed person or creature um in in a way where i think it w- it would have been it would have been easy to make him into this like um all grand evil character and this mm. uh, like antagonist but i think like smeagol is such a pathetic character in the end and that's a that's that says so much more about um the kind of nuance that J.R.R. Tolkien was looking at when creating Smeagol yeah, than most other writers. Yeah. I got to say, like, that, that is true. Um, I'll give you credit for that. But mm-hmm. what I'm assuming that we're talking about here is the best character in Lord of the Rings, the movies. And yeah. Yeah. While, while Gollum is an intriguing character, no question about that, they didn't do a whole lot different with him in these movies. And that's kind of what I looked for when I was talking, thinking about, okay, who's the best character who was fleshed out. Like a lot of people crossed my mind, like Boromir. Boromir was arguably a really strong character and he was fleshed out way more than he was in the books with Gollum. We kind of see the same thing going on. There's not a whole lot of difference there and it easily could have spun out of control and been really bad in these movies. But it wasn't. It was a show, it was a showpiece. I, sure, I, I, but Aragorn also has like you. You can have someone who is just like it is my destiny, but he's like constantly fighting against stuff like that, and yeah. he deals with Smeagol. He deals with every. He touches every major character in this movie. Yeah, and yet kind of maintains that like I don't really want this, but I need to figure it out. So. You know, it is my destiny, but I'm not crazy about it. Meanwhile, we've just got Gollum running around and like he's he's not one note, but he's two note. I want the ring. No, I don't want the <laughs> ring. But see, um, I think, oh, sorry. Gabby, go, no, go, go off. No, go off. I don't really have much to say because it's it's so hard. I'm like just the background. Like I am a crazy lord of the rings fan i grew up with this like my dad would put mm-hmm. them all all the time the extended versions and nice. like we had all of them in french and english the books the hobbit the everything and so it's so hard for me because like i could agree with all of you guys um i just think that for the end like for the the gorgeous ending that we get and the whole wholesome ending that we get in such an intense story that goes on for months i think that like sam keeps the good like he tries to keep the good with frodo the entire time even though frodo is is like getting destroyed by this ring and without i think i genuinely think that without sam we'd get no ending because frodo would have either kept the ring gotten killed um gotten manipulated by Gollum or whatever ultimately i think we have no we have no third movie without sam because if sam wasn't there there would be no destruction of the ring and the whole the whole journey 
See, I agree with you, but the problem that th th this is what they kept running into with Sam is they didn't want it to seem like he was always the only moral compass in the film. So they mm -hmm. resort to having him do really stupid things in the movie that kind of contradict it just so they can reel it back in a little bit. One of those big things was he beats the crap out of Smeagol multiple times for no reason, for seemingly no yeah. reason. No, he got, gaslight, he got gaslit by Smeagol the entire time. Right, but he didn't do that in the books, and for good reason, because he but, knew that he, Frodo wouldn't believe him. I get it, but I, we're not talking... Like, I didn't read the book, so I can't, like... I, I don't... I can't talk about the books okay, compared that's to the movies, but um, just based on the movies, I feel like he was a victim of what was happening around him, and he was trying to... Uh, do the best he could to not only keep himself sane but keep his best friend sane that was going through this and he was there he was enlisted just to be able to protect Frodo and I think he did that from start to finish and he he didn't get like the big character development and like the big background story but I think that he was he was integral to the story because without him there would there would be no wholesome ending and there would be no it would all go to shit on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, real, real quick before we completely wrap things up, do you guys have any uh, negatives to Adrian's pick? Just because I, I haven't really heard as many oh. of those. Um, yeah, lay it on me. I, 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 have <laughs> I think, okay. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm having a total mind blank again. Today's not my day. Just to recap, I said Aragorn is the best character, and uh, there's literally no <laughs> Sorry, what, what was um? So you said he had so more. Said he, yeah, he's he's a lot more in depth, and I think he's the most he's the character that you can identify with the most on a human level, rather than you know, other than like Sam and people like that. Everybody can identify with that, but just the feeling of mm. like sometimes you have the whole world is telling you to go one way and maybe you are going your your own way for your own reasons but the struggle of like knowing what you have to do and how hard it's going to be and still going through with it anyway that kind of thing the the true essence of destiny rather than i will someday be king which is definitely what it could have been plus vigo mortensen goes all out with this character I have such a hard time like countering that because I love Aragorn <laughs> and he's great. <laughs> there was a point in in uh, I think the second one or the beginning of the third one. I get them mixed up all the time because it's just one big long ass movie. Mm. Um, but there is a point where he plays two women at the same time, and I think that's kind of fucked up. Ah. But um, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> but uh, that being said, I mean. That's my only. <laughs> <laughs> Sam doesn't do that. Okay, so. Yeah. Well, do you have any any counterpoints, real quick? Uh, I think without Smeagol, the story on some base level can't function in in the way like Gabby said, um, where we won't we wouldn't get the ending without Sam. But I also don't think he got much of a. He yeah, he really did not have much of an arc, in my opinion. And Gollum, well, I don't, I don't think he had an arc either. I think 
uh, aside from going down. Um, I think Gollum just function makes the story function better because you see exactly what the ring can do and what greed can do. Um, but we get that. We get that from a lot of other characters, though. We can see yeah. the greed of the ring in a lot of. I think that Gollum, although he's great and I love him and I love Annie Circus and I, I love the character and what it brings to the story, I don't think he needs to be there for the story to continue. Um, there's other like wheel. There's other sticks in uh, their wheels. I can't speak English. Okay, I'm gonna call it and just on one basis. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and throw out the argument that. It, it, it's not it's not without importance, but I just feel like each of these characters in some way affected the story. To bring up like their importance to the story, I feel like is a little bit arbitrary. Um, this is really tough, uh, just as all three of you are saying, because it, Lord of the Rings has amazing characters. Um, I don't know why I thought this would more contentious but it's kind of hard when like it's such a great trilogy and such a great set of books rip apart like well <laughs> well written characters um, I, I will say I don't want to do this because it, it literally uh, ends well does it, uh, yeah no it doesn't the uh, any chance of anybody catching up at this point but I think Adrian's point defending Aragorn was the most fundamentally sound uh, and the only thing that I sort of slightly, and again, th these all were really close, the only thing that slightly edges him above the rest is the fact that I think Adrian at least brought up points that were negatives to the other two. Um, Gabby, I think you brought up some good points to Golem as well. Uh, Turtle, I think you defended it well. I think y'all didn't do either of y'all didn't do a good job of defending why Aragorn is not the best character. Defending why he's not the best character. <laughs> like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the the, the suspense is killing me. Mm -hmm. You got you got first. But, uh, yes. Nice. Okay. Well. So that's Three, one, zero, uh, Adrian, Gabby, Turtle. Um, yeah, are, are y'all still cool with doing the fifth question? Turtle. Yeah, but who got second and third? Yeah, yeah that's, that's oh, technically currently that's oh um yeah in that one that one's tough because I think both of y'all defended your points well. I think I give the edge to Turtle only because I think Gabby brought up the point that Schmeagel is a flawed ca character and that ended up working in Turtle's favor. Because she was like, well, that's sort of what makes what makes Smeagol interesting as a character. Um, yeah, I, I do. I do get the points that y'all were saying about Gollum sort of being one note as compared to the books. Um, I, I was this close to choosing Gollum, but uh, I mean, hmm. I, when I really thought about it, it, and to not to discredit y'all or anything like that, it's but you like you said, you haven't read the books, so that does give me a different sense of what I think of as a good character. I, I would have picked Legolas because he's so sexy. That's still only comes as one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll move on to the uh, last question. Uh, Wait, before you say the last question, um, can we like do another one of these where we just like 
let's all rewatch all three movies extended and then just like discuss it for an hour because <laughs> that was fun like yeah. I if you want on. if you want I, and if you want i've been doing tier lists and i figured out how to like stream them but lord of the rings character tier list um Ooh, okay because what i'm sort of doing with those and I'll, I'll cut this bit from the actual recording what i'm what i do with those it is what will make them interesting in the, in the future is whoever's recording with you, all the entire group has to decide on something. Oh, if for say like I don't like Frodo, and y'all three are very high, y'all want to put like Frodo in S tier. I can be like, well, I disagree with that. Okay, <laughs> if you think Frodo is S tier, we need to have a chat. Oh, I, 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 it was a hypothetical. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, no, we'll we'll try to get this gang together for the I like that for the Lord of the Rings. Um, all right, so moving on to the last question, uh, Adrian with three, Gabby with one, Turtle with zero. Uh, what is the best movie uh, in the past five years to get nominated for Best Picture? Not win, uh, just get nominated. Gabby, you're up first. What's your pick here? Um, it's not The Revenant. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wrote that down in my notes. Not The Revenant. <laughs> Like underlined. Um, uh, <laughs> my pick is Room, and um, Room really fucked me up, and that's why I think it's the best. And it's another case of like I read the book first, and then I I watched the movie, and it just like it's incredible. Um, so I I live my emotions very intensely as a person, and if I'm watching a movie and I have to pause it that is a great sign for me if if the movie is a drama and if that's what it wanted wants to convey and um i had to pause several times through room because it was so like gut-wrenching it's such a like it's it's a it's a beautiful story not in the sense that it's a wholesome story or it's a like whatever but it's it's beautiful because it's the power of a mother and her son and the whole narration of the of the movie is great with um like it being seen through the kids eyes at the beginning um i don't know i could i i lose my words and i'm not that well spoken but it's just i think it's a, an amazing movie that didn't make that many waves and i feel like not enough people have seen it or have have talked about it as much as i would like them to um and I just think that from from it it makes you go through a whole roller coaster of emotions, start to the finish, and have great moments where you're laughing and moments where you kind of have panic attacks. And it's just like it's it makes you feel exactly what the movie, what the characters are feeling. And I think that that's just great. And the acting was outstanding, and the writing was outstanding, and the story itself is just incredible. So that's my great pick. Um, Turtle, you're up next. What's going to be yours? Um, my pick is going to be Black Klansman. Um, I, I I remember when that was nominated. I loved that film so much, but I thought Roma should have won that year. And the more I think about it in the last couple of years, the more I just think it should have been Black Klansman because I don't think any film of that year or the past five years have hit quite the same um it it was only after that movie that i watched do the right thing and i realized that spike lee is 
one of the most like best i don't i don't know how to put this one of the best directors who are just such good agitators um i think he's completely brilliant i think it's again timely but i unfortunately i think in the same way do the right thing is still relevant today i think black clansman has that longevity um and i he does he does what he does with such um impact but enough nuance for the audience and and it's just it's just a funny movie at the, at the same time like i cried i laughed to tears and i also like was shaking it was such an experience awesome uh, another good pick adrian uh, round this out what's going to be your pick here so i was kind of split but um i did flip a coin so what i'm going to be going with is uh the martian in 2015 and <clears throat> Part of the reason that I eventually ended up on that is, uh, and I, maybe I'll just include my other pick that I was debating, and that'll kind of tell you why. Vice is a great movie. It's challenging, and it's uh, it pushes a, a character study of a real person to its limit. However, The Martian, kind of like some other, uh, kind of like Gabby said with Room, it really makes you feel that dread that sense of urgency and hopelessness of being out in space on a different planet and having to survive with no uh with no guarantee of getting back home no guarantee of survival and you you just follow this guy and it really speaks to and and i know it's a science fiction novel originally and i know it's a science fiction movie would this happen i don't know but i think it speaks a lot to the human spirit of survival and not giving up and not just laying down and dying actually trying and getting back up and starting again um and i'll I'll end it up with saying that uh room and black clansmen were actually my other two uh picks right after that so this one's going to be hard to argue yeah i don't even want to argue this yeah (laughs) everybody said such great things about their movie um, I didn't. I haven't watched Black Klansman yet. It's definitely on my list of like my short list of things to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't remember. So I've seen The Martian, but it was so long ago, and I have such a bad memory that um, mm-hmm. I don't remember it that much. But I also don't. I feel like that plays to its disadvantage because there are some movies from 2015 and and before that um, that I do remember as like incredible movies. Um, and I feel like The Martian was was never one of those for me. And I feel like the the whole um, being stuck on a planet, the moon, the space or whatever, and not knowing if you're going to be able to get back home is kind of overdone. Um, it, it was Mars, but uh, I mean, yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, well, another planet. <laughs> I said another planet, the moon, space, <laughs> that whole theme. Sure. And, and you can argue... You can argue that that's been done, right? Like with uh, two Tom two Tom Hanks movies, right off the top of my head, um, Apollo Eleven, I think it was Apollo Eleven and uh, Castaway, are yeah. just two that I can think of. But The Martian does something different in that. It's Apollo he, Thirteen. Apollo Thirteen. Yeah, sorry. Just, just making sure people. There, there's, a, there was a bunch of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, multiple Tom <laughs> Hanks somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, you, you. 
with the Martian, you have somebody who's really, um, I think Matt Damon does a great job of playing up a, playing a character that is cocky, but he balances it pretty well. Cause I don't know if you guys have read the book, but the character has to have a really strong headed, cocky asshole personality. Otherwise he wouldn't have survived. And that could have played to the movie's detriment ultimately. And I don't think it did. And the, the CGI is amazing. The cinematography is amazing. Like, and just some of the viewpoints and the use of sound and the use of, uh, and the camera work that they did with, uh, I mean, it's essentially one guy playing to nobody and the amount of emotion that they get when he's like just in his space shoot, in his spacesuit, or he's trapped somewhere is, I don't know. It gripped me, but that's that's subjective, of course. I have a quick. Um, I mean, this isn't a decider, but just to make things a little interesting. Uh, and sorry if this is a little bit different from the question I asked. Um, but as I, you know, none of these did win Best Picture. Um, so because of that, um, what would it have meant or why would your pick uh, be the, the most significant to win? Or what would it mean to you, I guess, if it won Best Picture instead? Uh, so in the case of uh, both Adrian and Gabby, um, Spotlight won that year. And then in the case of uh, Turtle, uh, infamously Green Book. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, de- I definitely think Black Landsman should have won over Green Book, but... Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I think your cat agrees too. Yeah, yeah get, get, go, get out of here. We don't need your opinion. I love you. <laughs> oh no. Um, I don't know how to answer that question. Um, I think that, like, I was already. I think didn't Brie Larson win Best Actress? Did yes, yes, yeah. So already that I was super proud because I thought that like she did such a good job and we've been bringing up books a lot. So I'm just going to bring up the book real quick. But when I read the book, um, I knew that they were bound to make a movie out of it. And I really was hoping that it would be as like powerful as the book was. And I think that um, all actors all around were really able to convey that. and. Um, we got to meet Jacob Tremblay, which is great because he's cute and fun, um, <laughs> and cute in like a cute kid way, not in like a I don't, as fucking yeah, yeah, don't, don't worry, we didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> making sure, and uh, I don't know. I don't. I like. I'm having such trouble just not defending my point, but going against you guys is because you said it so well and like everything was so well thought out, and I think that. Um, that's great. I don't, like I said, again, I don't think the Martian was like groundbreaking, but I do see how one actor playing, like, that's amazing. Incredible that it's one person playing to himself. Like I could never, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the like room is just so like, in in some ways, this isn't like giving points to anybody, but in some ways, like, room is is a lot of just two people acting on their own um yeah i'm not saying like yeah. they're immediately similar but yeah the, it, it both those two picks require so much from the performances um but turtle did, did um, you have anything else are you are you saying black clansman did not require <laughs> okay oh. um <laughs> oh, no no i'm kidding i'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> sorry no no i completely understand that 
<laughs> but I think like um Zero I, suppose, I no no I suppose like the Martian kind of lives and dies uh, like the Martian and room lives and dies by its performance um and while I think that is somewhat the case for Black Klansman I think it's really the script for Black Klansman that's just uh, or like a fantastic all-arounder it's it's funny but it's true to real life and it's tragic and it's just fun in some parts but it allows for these great performances as well um i just i just wanted to um tag on to gabby about room which i have watched i'm sorry i haven't watched the martian um (laughs) (laughs) um i i think room's a great movie and i i really think brie larson deserves as much praise as like as she got for it but I think the room because it's uh divided into two parts. You know when like they get out of the room. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I think the movie could have just ended there and I would have been just so oh, happy. Yeah. yeah, and but because but because they decided to follow it up and I think th- uh, they when they folded up, they didn't do the proper service of getting it just incredibly right. I think it takes away from the rest of the movie, which is kind of sad because I again I think it's a great movie. I would I would disagree with that just because it's not. I think that it conveys that when you get out of that kind of situation, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. Like life doesn't your your trauma of that situation does mm-hmm. not end there. You know, there's the aftermath and having to deal with all of that, all of that trauma. And I think that Room, um, sh- like, gives you an inside look of, okay, once you're, once you're out of there, it's not like, okay, you're reunited and you're great and life goes on. <laughs> no. Like, it's, like, there's such yeah. a heavy, it's so heavy afterwards. Yeah. And I think that it was, it was really, like... I think it was really well done. I might be biased because I really liked it. But. <laughs> I, I, do think, I do think you'll both bring up pretty good points there. But um, like, because on the one hand, yeah, it probably wouldn't have been. It, I, I think the ending that Turtle suggested of it just ending when they get outside of the room. And uh, that would have been way more dramatic and definitely would have saved a lot on the budget. But <laughs> to, yeah. to be honest, I do feel like, like as you were explaining it, Gabby, I, I, I think you can't really have one without the other in the, in, in this scenario, like where film wise, you know, there's too many unanswered questions. There's too much openness. And maybe that's the problem that I had with the room or Mm -hmm. with room. Um, the room is an entirely different room. We weren't talking about the Tommy was the whole film. What is the best movie wait. in ever that's never been nominated for oh. anything? <laughs> the room. The room. <laughs> wait, wait, can I just um, quickly say, I think, I think I, I agree with both of you. But I think... I'm not saying they shouldn't have done it. I think it's really good that they did it, but I think it could have been better. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the miniseries 13. It's essentially Jodie Comer. Um, she comes back after she's disappeared for years. And that whole series is just about the aftermath. And I think 
that's a really good example of how to do it. Whereas hmm. um, the ending of Room kind of felt a bit tagged on something. Well, because I don't think it was originally part of the the story. I, I didn't read the book, but... It was. It was? I, if okay. I remember correctly, <laughs> Nice <it> try, Adrian. <laughs> Digging yourself more of a hole. I literally don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I have a really bad Gabby memory. Gabby has read I'm it. pretty sure. I'm pretty oh. sure that, yes, it was very much intended to be part of the story. <laughs> okay. All right, I, I have a ruling um, now. Um, I think I'm going to go with Gabby first. Um, so... Seg for turtle. I'm very sorry. I think all of these were defended well. Um, I guess the rationale is I think for room, um, the significance of that being a best picture nominee and sort of like what that meant uh, to Gabby. Because honestly, like I have these in, in reverse order of how much I enjoy them. Um, I, I don't particularly love room, but I, I feel like Gabby defended it really well. And then second place, I have Turtle again, just packing down on. I think Turtle <laughs> has four second place finishes. Yeah. Um, I think where the Turtle uh, didn't distinct enough is at. I feel like it was easy, like it was uh, taking candy from a baby <laughs> to talk about the Ooh. Green Book win, um, but you didn't I just, necessarily. I just... I didn't bring that oh, no. up. You brought it up. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's what true. I mean. Like, like I feel like it would have at least been something to bring up. Like, hey, literally, Boss Baby would have been a better win than Green Book or something. <laughs> like, just to acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I can understand wh why you're not like why you'd be like I don't even say that film's name. Um, <laughs> but, but um, and ultimately, I mean, I I love The Martian. I think what it comes down to, um. I, that's a movie that I know like uh, a majority, I'm not saying like it's a, it's only this, but like a majority of the people that like love the Martian are dudes that like really love science. Like I, I, I adore the Martian. I think it's an amazing film. Um, I feel like it wasn't sure. I feel I, like it was defended why it was a great movie to you. And I think a couple other people brought up significance to the film uh, in in greater uh, means, if that makes sense. Sure, no, it does. Because as we were talking about it, I, I started to realize that um, I actually went with the wrong angle here. I chose a movie that um, doesn't have any specific cause or um, real life, really scenario tied to it. Like Black Klansman is obviously about civil rights and uh, white supremacists and infiltrating that world and seeing how truly awful it is. And, you know, room is about abuse and child abuse and uh, how that affects both people on the outside and people on the inside, they're dealing with it. The Martian is just kind of inoffensive. You know, it's like, yeah. it was, it, it's the one out of, I think oh, all of the movies that I have listed that I thought maybe would appeal to the wide, the widest audience would draw the widest <laughs> net. But I think in, in, I think ultimately that actually hurt me more than it did help. So yeah, I, no, I think it definitely well comes down to. Might, I might have to like word. reword these questions next time if that makes sense to make that more clear. Like you, ultimately, like you did pick your favorite, so quote unquote best. You know what I mean? So sure, I'll, I'll fix that uh, going forward. But uh, to finish things out, Adrian has won. Um, Woo! 
first time appearance, first time victory. Uh, Gabby, fishing <laughs> with two points. Very, very good showing. And then, unfortunately, uh, the pesky, pesky and curious turtle coming back eventually. Uh, uh, zero points. <laughs> <laughs> I won in discussion. I had a great. Well, time. You'll get them next time. Yeah. No. This this was awesome. You guys were great. It was Smell so that. fun. Can I just Smell say that, that I soup? really? Uh, what? <laughs> I, I, Sorry, I, I, <laughs> um, can I just say that I really thought someone was going to pick Dune for question two? I, re- I, I think someone would have won if they picked Dune, in my opinion. <laughs> but <laughs> but so, I don't really care about Dune. So neither. Uh, I'm really yeah I think uh, I think a lot of people are gonna start picking up on it later on but like right now nobody cares really they've seen a couple pictures of Timothy Chalamet and that's <laughs> the Timmy whatever. gang is ready um, but yeah that's gonna do it for this episode of ATF Smackdown uh, if you guys want to see any of these uh, hosts come back uh, Adrian to defend his title of undefeatedness. Um, let us know yeah so uh that's gonna do it um and thank you guys for checking this out and of course thank you gabby thank you adrian thank you turtle thank you yeah thanks for having us